welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by the only co-host in the game that has the greenest of greenest thumbs. Mm. Jay Lit the Kid. Howdy doody. I like that. What's up, bud? What's good? How was your weekend? Weekend was good. Uh, very productive. We're going to talk about some of, of of that in a little bit. but We are back, back, back. And by back, 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 I mean Jordan is living in the house that he purchased, it seems like, a year ago. New house, who dis? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, what, it's one of those things. He bought the house, got a little bit of taste, mm. you know, and then Just, yes. the house said, Get out. Yeah, we need we I have We're to going in for plastic surgery. Yeah, I right. Yeah. So um I had a good weekend. I picked up some plants as you saw. I did. I I made sure to just do a little walkthrough with them. I did. I, I was peering through the window at you. You didn't know that I was just watching you sauntering up my uh, uh, uh up the uh the uh, whatchamacallit to the studio and you were looking at the plants outside and I said He's looking, he's judging, he felt a leaf. I did. I also was checking in on on the uh on the voodoo lily. Well, that that thing that thing's very just, healthy, looking, thing's looking beautiful. Great. It's yeah. great. I actually get a lot of hits on that one. I would think so. Yeah. It's I a get, very it's a it's a looker. It's a looker for sure. I get a lot of hits on that one. And uh speaking of a lot of hits as well, um your boy's got another gig coming up. Ooh. And we gotta push we we got we gotta push this one again. What do we got? We're we're at Ginger's again, July 9th on a Friday. 8 30. July 9th on a Friday. Are you gonna be here? I Is will that, be. I will be here. You'll be you'll be back? Yes, I will be. So we, we gotta push that one too. Um, I was told the funk is um being demanded. Oh, so they this time they said they we want funk. You know what you got to do. So got to give them that funk. Yeah. So we 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 gotta. Uh, I'm gonna need your help. On we gotta we gotta we gotta, we gotta do that push again like we did last time. Understood. Understood. Yes. Yeah. July 9th, eight thirty. Gingers. Shout out to Gingers again for already being a hospitable host. Yes, thank you, Gingers. Thank you, Gingers. They like the way the dick tastes. Mm. Yeah, now mm-hmm. I do. Um, so yeah, my week weekend was good. Picked up some plants. Um, we had some crazy hockey this weekend. Uh, I have it in here. If you got a little knuck if you puck. I do. You want to do it now? You want to do it later? It's in the it's in the closet. So it's in the closet. All right, all right. We'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll let well Frank's got the keys to that, so we gotta, yeah we gotta wait on that one. Um, but yeah, it was a good weekend. Sister's birthday. She's just what, like a young twenty-four. She's a young twenty-four. Mm. Um, uh, Brandon made an excellent chimichurri, homemade little did a little homemade chimichurri. Mm. I said, uh, "This thing's banging." What's uh, where'd you get the recipe? He did the uh, oh, I can't remember. Mm. Didn't want to give it up. Mm. He didn't want to give it up. <laughs> Wifey actually, uh, when we made cheesesteaks this weekend on the flat top, she asked what the what was in the seasoning. I told her there's four ingredients. I will give you one per decade. So you by the time you're dead, that's you fair. Will know. You will know. That's but not fair. Yet. Not yet. That's fair. Cody did come in and guess all four, um, just by taste. Can I guess not by taste right now? Sure. Well, it's it's just your it's just your your, your seasoning that you use for you the, you for made the beef. it you made it a couple times that we used to season the steaks with. 
Oh, I gotta remember that. It was probably so long ago. Mm, the um, secrets of the flat top. <laughs> yeah, Jordan got the flat top, baby. Mm. I mean, now he is. He's he's in his he's he's fine. Is that the last piece of uh, grilling <sighs> equipment that you need? Do you need a smoker? Do you need anything else? Are you I, good now? I mean, a smoker would be the last. Are, are really- you a smoker? I'm see that's a thing though like I, do you want to be a smoker I, I'm, I'm not visioning you I, like you know crawfish stuff yes I like the option stuff, yes. I like the option for a smoker just because um you it's a specific way to there's certain things that you should do on a smoker yeah I like the flat top because it's a wham bam thank you ma'am light it up let's go let's go let's it's go the very lines get clean long. up. Yeah, but you know, uh, a smoker would be nice. I don't think I need it in my utility belt. Okay. Um, but would I like one? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, Jordan's got the flat top, baby. Welcome. I'm back. Yeah, man. daddy is it's, back. It's Pat. It, it, it felt good, right? We're flat top daddies, though. We are flat top daddies. Put that on the list of daddies that we are. Correct. Is it starting to get big? And I don't want to forget about them. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Um. Uh, I want to throw this uh, one little thing in there because it was just so shocking that mm. I re- and I read it about two minutes before you walked in, and it's not its own segment. It's not a what did you learn? Okay, but I need needs I need to just get it off my chest to you. Okay, what do you got? I just read um, that Young Buck. Is not only gay but dating a trans. You didn't know woman. that. I did not know that. Mm. Why are you not keeping me up on that? Um. So that is definitely not a new thing. That it's 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 weird because of course, mm, of course, what occurred was you didn't hear about any of this until uh, there had been some long-standing beef between Fifty Cent. And former, um, and former member. No, no, no. And and Young Buck. Oh yeah, yeah. And G Unit member G- Young Buck. I, I feel like I feel like uh, uh, Fifty Cent had just beef with every single person of G Unit. He's. <laughs> I don't want to give him. I don't want to give him the Trump like tip of the cap, but he's one of those where it's like he sings the praises when you're with him, and then as soon as like you're not you're not together or your your paths have started to diverge from right, one another, right. he's like, oh, you're shit. I'm gonna burn this bridge, and now I'm just gonna use you as like a marketing tool for myself. Yeah, uh, he loves that shit. Yeah. He- so I I've heard about the rumblings that like he dated some chick he thought was a chick and ended up being a dude but i'd always chalked it up to it's it's 50 cent that's really throwing all the gasoline on this fire so do you have any more information that um, i need to know or is or is that where you're at in um, this, in this the, book? the only uh i mean yeah 50 cent went in again on him yeah that's so been like, like a reoccurring theme though he got arrested a uh, young buck got arrested uh over last week over the weekend or something like that and for domestic violence, um, but this, this uh, arrest also comes a few days after. Oh, my bad. No, it's okay. A few I, days I a- meant to do that. A few. This arrest also becomes uh, comes a few days after his girlfriend got arrested for putting a gun out on him. And the girlfriend was. She's both. She's a. Heat. She supposedly. 
she's supposedly Young Buck's manager's brother. Mm. That's that's who she, he, she, they is. Mm. She's supposedly his manager, like whatever something. It's his brother. Okay. And, that, and they've been and they've been they've been trying to keep it on the low for a while, but this um. You know this like uh, do you remember when celebrity it, news like network on YouTube broke it? Yeah. Do you remember the other guy who was recently, uh, um, I will say, you know, indicted on that same front was uh, was Dwight Howard? Did no, you see that? no. Mm. I thought he's with that Tia uh, Tia Cooper chick. Well, there was a whole thing about him dating like dating like uh, you know this woman who you know at one point was a man. And same thing. And did he, he was, know, or he, or it seems like he knew, and like was okay, was it got outed, and then of course he like was like, no, definitely not, and and she was like, off, definitely yes, and then it just like kind of went away. He saw my lump. Yep, my lovely lady lump. Your lovely lady lump. <laughs> um, so, I, oh, I I have nothing to say on it yet. The jury is still out. This could definitely, definitely be true, but it, it could looked, definitely, it definitely looked, be it, like it, a it, fifty cent, like you know, who knows? It was looking. It looked. It looked a little like you know, looked a little suspicious. It's not a confirmed. This is all a little allegedly, but you know, Young Buck's not coming out and commenting on things. Mm, the silence and, is speaking volumes. And Fifty went in a little bit on Twitter. I think he, he, you know, he posted like the video of like the celebrity news anchor like putting out the story and then like the caption just saying he said he said something of just like damn dog if you would just told me you was gay i wouldn't have like you know said all the shit that yeah like, he said something like I that i'm just like Ooh. okay Ooh. uh young buck we will watch and we will comment accordingly and we're, we're just and we just want to get the facts straight because let, let don't get a mistaken this podcast is straight out of Cashville. We are a Young Buck <laughs> podcast. Hey, I like we, to you think. and I especially yeah. bummed you, Young Buck. That was definitely, <laughs> like, yeah, like a going into college, first couple years of college. Definitely made it onto the, uh, the collage. Yes. He was definitely in there. Yes. Um, and that straight out of Cashville album, I don't care what you identify with. That identifies as G. I, and, I mean, uh, to and this day, still will if listen I'm to in the in the bar in the club and Shorty want to ride with me comes on, mm. they're like, bow, bow, bow. I mean, mm. like you're gonna see, you're gonna see Alex fucking start go, like you know feeling himself. Mm. I want to hear that song right now. Let's play it right when we're done. Right when we're done, can we just get it out and then you yes. can go, and you can leave? Yes, deal. Um. Yeah. So we'll uh we'll keep you guys up to date on that. Um, because I I, I care for Young Buck. I hey, I want you to find love wherever it is. But like, oh, like stop getting arrested and stuff, and put an album out. Agree. Right. Agree. I'm you just know? gonna leave it at that. Yeah. All right. So uh, I think it's time to do it. It's it's been a little bit of a messy weekend. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's uh let's open up the janitor's closet. Let's go. Uh, hey Frank, yeah, we're gonna need you to get down to, uh, Miss Peabody's class. She had show and tell today, and somebody brought in, like, a pet ferret, and it's just buried behind the ice cream machine eating all of the Choco Tacos. <laughs> Frank, get on that. Frank.
Frank. And if there's any Choco Tacos left, grab me one. Yeah, I need. Uh, you, want, you want one too? Well, or, you, or do you want you want to? No, I'm allergic to chocolate. Remember? <laughs> oh, no, wait, what? Remember the, <laughs> no, no, the your I'm fact being... from last week? People what, what allergic was... to chocolate are just allergic to the dead roach in the chocolate. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Well, are you? What, what's your go-to at the at the, at the ice cream man comes around? Mine's Choco Taco. Um, if they don't have Choco Taco, I will either do the strawberry shortcake mm. or the um, the uh, I mean, I, I, I call it like the uh, Captain America, fuck, the the red, white, and blue, the rocket one. The ro- uh, okay, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. The the red, white, and blue popsicle. Or yeah, you call it. Um, That's what I. Do. I am a red blooded American. And I just go straight um, cookie ice cream sandwich. That's it. Yeah. When well, it's from, uh, from a truck. From a truck. If not, Choco Taco. One of the two. Okay. I'm a truck. I'm a self-admitted chocoholic. The 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 cookie uh, ice cream. It's 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 it's, it's called a ice cream sandwich. Or what's it called? Well, or, I didn't no, want no, no, it's not called that. What, what, what it's is a co- what do you cookie? Because ice cream sandwich is the. The chocolate thing on the tops and bottoms. Yeah, I don't know. I what's mean, that, what's that's the actual uh, nomenclature for a it? cookie? Look, look, look we let, let's, ice cream cookie. No, what's, what is no? It's is uh, a cookie cake. No, cookie sandwich. Ice cream cookie sandwich. Final answer from Alex. What um, do we got? What's um? What's the verdict on that? Chocolate chip cookie ice cream sandwich. I'm just getting cookie ice uh, a chip witch. Chip Witch. That's the name of it. Mm, I would have never gotten that. It's Chip Witch. It's a okay. Chip Witch. So, yeah, I'm all team Chip Witch. Okay. All right. Sorry. I just had to just, just clear that one So, up. all right. Now that the closet is open, I'm getting the fumes. They're rushing into my head. Um, let's start with... The fumes from the paint? And yes. The, and the spray paint? And, and the, the cleaning and the... Yeah, all that the... stuff. <laughs> um, uh, B-52s. I, 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 I listened... And um, I definitely respect it, but comma, I'm getting, I'm having a hard time getting past the um, quirkiness of them. The, no, but it's just as you had said it when we talked about it uh, in the Peacocks and Music. He's just the main guy is always talk singing. That's yeah, he's and doing I that like poetry, like word. What's it called? And he's always doing this, and he's talking like. This yeah. and this is his syntax, and he goes up on the money. Yes, <laughs> and so I, I it's got to be a very specific like because they mood. have the girls have great voices. Yeah, but it's I'm not I'm just gonna say in Jordan's personal you know bracket this would be on the lower tiered based on performance and record. Paul Schneider's not moving your monkey. He's my monkey was move was slightly tickled but not overall moved. Was um how did you like I I I I specifically put the first song on there for you to warm you up because I thought it was a good warm up song for mm-hmm. you was Mesopotamia because mm-hmm. it had some good hard rock like I thought it was one it. of the better ones for they sure. have licks every you know they'll, they'll have a lick and then you're just like damn well that was like uh, Lita Ford with with Joan Jett yeah like, Lita Ford would just like take the song over and shred for like a good minute and I was yeah. like okay that's all I needed I'm good yeah. Okay, but, that's cool. Um, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. But it was cool. good. It was good. I'm not gonna make it. A I got great... an even. Cr- I got an even crazier one. This week's gonna drive you nuts. Okay, but that uh, good nuts or bad nuts? Uh it's uh maybe possibly bad. 
Good nuts, bad nuts, or allergic to nuts? Mixed nuts. Mixed, mixed n- nuts. Mixed nuts. I'm just at the bar picking through them. Mixed I'm fingering nuts. them. I'm not eating them, but I'm you just know? fingering them for the yeah, next Yeah, you guy. just want the pistachios, not the cashews. Exactly. Um, okay, so now you brought it up. You alluded to it earlier, but uh, I just want to get a good, quick uh, knuck if you puck uh, update. Woo! What a weekend of hockey they gave to us. People, 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 you're missing out. This Tampa Bay team, I mean, that game seven was absolutely nuts. It was, and I Did now... Did you happen to uh, tune in? I would like to... I'd like to... I'm touching the microphone I because texting. I would like to make an admission. I was, as a young child, turned off by hockey, although it was my first sport. After, for Why? some reason, my favorite Something team, happened? my favorite team back in the day, oh, the I know Hartford the Whalers. Yep, this is a tale, I don't know why. This is a tale as old as time, there if you ask me. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I identified with, with them. I was a young, a young lad. When they left. And I had no concept of a team leaving a city to go to another team. And that... Just it burned my brussies so bad yes. that I just said I'm I threw my hands up and said I'm done with this sport and this playoffs run I will say not specific to one team started with the pan wagon though and is now continuing with the bolts um, you know I'm back on hockey. I am back in on hockey. I was wrong. I like that you I like that you're back. And I can't wait to see what the future holds as far as because now that you are back and are warmed up, the next the next obvious step mm. in this process is to pick a new team. But all right, so let's talk about this now. We are nestled down here in sunny South Florida. Yep. Um, I mean, I feel like my team has been chosen. I have to be a Panthers fan, right? You don't have to be. But I'm one of... You don't have to be a fan of a team in the city you're in. It makes more sense to. But if you're going to be a fan from a different city, you have to either have a really good childhood story. It's got to be some that or like some familial ties to that area. But you can't just all of a sudden say, you know, I'm an avalanche guy with nothing of of that in the mix, right? You can, you can, and that's and, and I say you can because that's what I do, and I want to show you a little loophole here that you you mm. can take if you want if you want it. It's up for grabs. Okay, there is a loophole that's very fun that's involved here where I you know I'm a, I'm a Packers fan. Yes, so I root for the Packers. That's my team, yes. but I get the loophole of also. Getting to root for the Dolphins because I live here and I'm from here. Mm. I get to go to games. I get to put on the Rick Willie, the Rick, the Ricky Williams jersey that you uh, mm. bequeathed to me. I did. And for that day, I'm a Dolphins fan, and no one says anything to me because I'm from here. Yeah, but so that you, gives you the back door out. That's the back door out. So if you could, if you want, you can do the same thing as well. I am ready to make my decision, and I am going to be a Florida Panthers fan. I'm on the pan you wagon. See that, guys? I officially. tried to shake him, but the, he's a, he his principles are too strong. He's a mm. man of morals and principles, and he's not going to like that. That well, that, the easy way out would be to say, "Yeah, I'm just go bolts, right?" That that's exactly and then true. The, and then I, and I was waiting for you to do that, and I was going to rip. 
I <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the only other place I could have gone uh, is another is my hometown of which the team has vacated and left for Canada. I don't know what's worse, that or the Whalers. I can't be a Thrashers it's, guy. There's a there's a there's a common denominator that that's being uh, presented to me throughout this thing, and it's you. Yeah. Why are you? What are you doing? Why are you I, turning these teams off? It's not me. I promise. God, dude. Mom. Jesus Christ. Just so I'm a Panthers fan. Um, I want it to be here. Episode uh, 24. Yes. 20 episode 24. Uh, shut the funk up podcast. The Kobe episode. The Kobe. E- the Kobe episode. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, I'm officially on the pan wagon, and Sweet. that's not just when they're. When they're when they're doing well, sweet playoff hockey. You, you hear this? You hear this, people? This is what playoff hockey will do to you. This is what it'll do for you, and that's why we keep knocking if you puck in. Watch the entire um, Bolts uh, uh, Islanders game. Great. Watch game. the entire game. One nil. Crazy um, was great. How crazy was that end? How crazy was the end when they pulled the goalie and like the Bolts threw the puck at the end and, and just, like that one guy is just stuffing the puck into the boards and there's just five Islanders frantically yeah. trying to get that puck loose and it's just not working. Even greater was the when you when you saw the reverse angle on the goal. The guy, they made the shift change. Yeah, he came right off, and you see this in uh, in in footy sometimes, where the guy will come right in off the bench and come right into the game and just like run down there and put a screaming header right yeah. into the net. It was just so cool. He just popped right on the ice, made a break right for the net, and just put one top shelf on Daddy, and that was all she wrote. That boy, that boy Vasilevsky for for Tampa, the goalie. Yeah, the, the guys, that guy's nasty. Stood on his head. That's the one was thi- standing on his head, right? Yeah, that's what they say. And and hockey really, hockey really is the only sport that is like this when it comes to other sports and playoffs. You can have a dominating pitcher in baseball. I would but say like that's that the pitcher, closest thing, though, right? That pitcher only gets the pitch, you know, once every like couple games. Yeah, you know, in, in the playoffs. You, you really can't find it all in football. Like that one guy actually like making a total. In hockey, if your goalie's hot, you can, you'll can you win it all. You, you really could. will. If you got a hot goalie, it doesn't matter who's on the rest of the team. If that goalie's hot, you'll win it all. Yep. it's it's It really is like that. And that's usually how it goes for most Stanley Cup winners. It's because the goalie was just fucking outstanding. Yes. So I'm, I'm in now. There are not the four major. Well, the four major sports. Jordan is now officially all in on all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm here, so welcome me. So we're Dolphins, Braves, Panthers. You and I have three out of the four together. Yes. Well, no. And are you two. heat? Are you heat or Hawks? Mm, that's the one I was. No, that, that's would, when I was no, waiting for no, last. No, no, it'd be heat because the Hawks are getting a little hot now, and I can see you just like no, you know, I'm uh, pancake look, flipping I'm, on me. I'm pro ATL everything. The only team I really identified when I lived there was the Braves. Okay. Uh, I got into basketball when I moved down to down to Florida, so it would really be the Orlando Tragic or the mm, Heat. That's right. You had that you hat had, for a while. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where it went. I think it actually got stolen out of your. I had yeah. It I, got stolen out of got, your out was, of your car. Yeah, I I had it, and there were three things stolen out of my car, and one was a flat, and they and they, there was three things stolen out of my car, all of the, the exact same similar value. One was a 55-inch flat screen. Uh-huh. Uh, the second thing was all of my softball gear in my bag and everything my whole entire softball life. And then Jordan's Orlando Tragic hat of probably at least 
10 to 15 years old. Yeah, those are the three things that got yanked. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Lock your goddamn car. Hey. Um, all right, it's that time. Guys, 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 guys. It's that time of the week. Alex, what did you learn this week? Now, I was a, I was this close to absolutely bending you over and fucking you this week on what did Alex mm, learn this week. But? But I didn't because... The fucking that I would have done to you, mm. I would have also had to experience. So I said, not doing that. So are you going to ever unleash that on me or no? I'm going to tell you what I learned this week and then I'm going to ask you a question and we'll discuss if we want to, if we both want to. I actually to get have it. two. So if you want to go two, I wouldn't mind. I'm, I, two I think we might even week. have the same one because all we got to go, I bet he has this one too. Mine, are, mine is totally left field all the way in the corner okay mine's been mine's been making its when i saw it i was like oh this is good and then now like as the week went on it's been making its rounds so i think a lot of people are now knowing about it Mm. uh there is no tuna in subway's tuna sub did you see this i i did see it and are you was that honestly that shocking or surprising to you that there was zero Yes, because honestly, tuna like is just like the whatever you call like well they call the chicken of the sea, but it's like the it's 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 canned. It's not expensive. It's so easy to make. It just puts some fucking relish in it, and then like on a, you just put relish in, inside of like the shittiest canned tuna you have, and you have tuna. You have a tuna sup. So I was surprised that Subway went the distance of we're gonna find an even shittier cheaper meat that yeah, tastes what, like so tuna. What, what what do you think is the uh, what i want to do was i was i wanted to go out and get a fucking sub and then fucking uh have us try it have us eat it weird weird uh jaylet do you like to i like tuna salad so here's what i was about to say uh there is a standing rule in our house oh that like this. you either i either have to be like out of the house for the entire day, or oh, you gotta right. make you gotta no, make that shit me out fucking side. Yeah, you get mad when when I uh, I hate I love freshly caught tuna, tuna sashimi, mm-hmm. any Ahi. any any of the tunas that you're catching or is in a sushi restaurant of any type. Uh, I'm in for it as soon as that mayonnaise gets in- introduced. As soon that as white you, albacore. Well, look, no, there's just something that. Uh, that that burns my brussies about the fact that this fish, which is supposed to be caught and eaten very quickly, has been mass produced, put into a small metal container and sealed with, as you said, relish and mayonnaise and just juices. Relish. And I'm supposed to pop that sucker out and just suck that down my meat hole. I'm not doing it. It's the spam of the sea. It's disgusting. So don't get it. Get it and I will eat it. We'll see... I don't want to get it. I don't want to get it now. And I actually, I, for, I as soon as you started saying that, I, I did remember. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Like he doesn't like to even walk into the house if you made a tuna sandwich an hour ago. Um, if you're having like, a wanna... keg party and you just made tuna fish sandwiches that weekend before, I'm not coming over. Yeah, and I don't want to get it now because what I wanted to do was get it and then bite into it and be like. Is this good? Like, we're going to put the wigs on. Well, no. And put, we're going to eat tuna, uh, Subway get, tuna sub. Get a sub. Get a little sixer. 
little six inch from the Emporium. And I was just going to just like, get, just get a like, can. Get a can also. Pop that sucker open. I'll put on the old gas mask and we'll try this. <laughs> Let's do it. For, I, I'll, 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 for this podcast, I'll do it. Okay. All right. So next week we're we're doing we're doing Subway to the Subs, and we're gonna we're <sighs> we're gonna put we're gonna put the wigs on, and we're gonna give you a verdict of even though this is not a tuna sub, is it good? I'm. Let's just do it. We'll Which, do it. We'll do right. it, and that'll be it. Yeah, no tuna are in the Subway subs, and I think it was probably the best news that could have come out because I think next week what you're going to start seeing is Subway's having record sales on tuna subs. I thought, see, I thought the other thing. I think we're like, going to go out to try it now. Yeah. Like, like, like how I wanted to. Hey, uh, what is what do they say? No publicity is bad publicity? Yeah. The other side of that, too, is going to be like, just watch. Because remember uh, back when, like, fast food, they would, like, they would they had a, a chicken sandwich on the menu forever and then it's like now all new white meat 100% chicken you're Yo. like motherfucker what was it before this yeah that was that it's same thing remember like with the taco bell thing yeah it was like they had the worst the meat and then like they came out like yo we upgraded don't worry now i was like well fucking hey man i was ripping fucking quesadillas for a while there mm, but they're so good there's it's sauce it's a it's a it's sauce mm-hmm Idea sauce. Uh, Taco Bell has a special place in my heart forever, and it's at it's at two thirty in the morning, um, with a mess of fucking hot and mild sauces. I told you, you order four items a la carte, you eat the first three, you hate yourself. Yeah. Then you look at the last item, it looks back at you, and then you just throw it right in the trash. Yep. That's the only way to do it. Maybe take one bite, then throw it. Ex- yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Just to make yourself feel better for buying that. 10 cent taco exactly exactly <laughs> um, uh jordan what what are the few things you learned this week so the first thing i got two things here i did a little extra homework for you guys just because we go the extra mile do uh the hashtag a hashtag the pound sign the pound sign do you know the actual name of that it's not hashtag uh, and it's not pound sign i I don't know it, but I I have been told it before. It's like the name. What's the what's the name of the and sign? It's called like the ampersand. ampersand. Yeah. What's the hashtag? The hashtag's actual nomenclature is the Octothorpe. The Octothorpe. Love that. That's a good nugget. You like Love that? Love that. Yes. That's what the it's Octothorpe. called. The Octothorpe. The Octothorpe. Now. So TikTok is played on Octothorpe, and for you people out there, they're at or. Tic Tac Toe. I mean, I'm sorry. Tic Tac Toe is played. That's just the young generation getting to you. Yeah, seeping in there. I, I, you see me just. I brush away. Yeah. It almost, it it almost infiltrated like the cell membrane, Mm, and I fucking and threw it out. Yes, thank you. Um. So now, do you want to give your other one, or do you want mine? I didn't have another one. I was gonna kind of do the young buck one, but I already uh, blew my load. I'm just gonna be an alpha male on you then, and I'm gonna give you a second one. Yeah. Um. The chef's hat. The chef's hat. The big hat that you're thinking of. The uh, big one that the chefs wear. The one that goes straight up, the big has white like a hat. Little pocket in the top. Yes. Yeah. So that, I have one. The proper the proper chef's hat has actually a hundred slits in the hat. And they say that for some reason, I don't know why, maybe I'll do some digging on this, is that it's actually for a hundred different ways to cook an egg. Wow. Okay. Lots to unpack there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Love is symbolism. Right? Love but, wh- is symbolism. but why eggs? And that was why my second thing was why eggs? And you're gonna I'm gonna push back on the hundred different fucking ways. I don't think there's a hundred different ways to cook anything. Well, you would be sadly mistaken, and I believe it's called a, a toke. That the chef's hat is called a chef's hat is called a toke. That's, That's what you what think it it's also here. called as well. Yep. Where did you see that little nugget? I just. Where'd you come up on that one? Who who, I just, who whispered in your ear on that? No one whispered in my ear. I whispered in my own big ass ear and just said, "I'm gonna look around for just something that's gonna move his monkey." And that's and those are the two things that I found that I thought would you know the 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 uh, the uh, the octothorpe is very within the zeitgeist of humanity now right yes. everything is with a hashtag and that's how you can find anything and i was just like you know that applies to what's going on let me let me just throw this out there you know look you don't just come here for the hard-hitting journalistic integrity that we provide yep we're gonna provide you with just some fun facts too a little bit of fun guys. We, we, we like to sprinkle in a little bit of the fun facts for you so you guys can go out into the world and use those mm-hmm. you know what i mean you can go tell somebody that little tinder date that you got set up and for that, this friday and that guy's a chef Guess yeah. how you impress them. Guess how you get in. Oh, uh, what? How many tokes do you have at your house? You know. And he's gonna go what? And then he's and then you're gonna explain to him, and he's gonna want to jump your bones. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yes. So that is what I learned this week. Those are the two things. Um, love that. So we got a toke mm-hmm. and the octothorpe. Mm-hmm. Put those in the dictionary of the Shut the Funk podcast. Take them, put them in. That's put, it. Like that. Like that. Like that. Um. So um, let's uh, let's move on here. Um, you've got uh, you've got a little. Uh, you you were mentioning something about some type of inheritance thing. Well, we spoke about it. I didn't want to put this in the janitor's closet because I <coughs> wanted to make it its own little seggy. And um, if you remember last week, we were talking about the list of things that I would then create for my children. Based on the movie Wheels of, uh, uh, what was it? Of um, Fortune. Uh, right? Wheels of Fortune. Yeah, the, the movie that yeah. we are going to watch together and I will make you like. Yep, 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 um, yep. I'll pick up the popcorn. And we talked about if. And the uh, Milk Duds to throw in there. <sighs> Thank you. And um, we talked about what I would make my children hypothetically have to do to then receive their inheritance and to spread my ashes the way, you know, respectfully that I would want them to. And I might actually have to tie you in on this. You'll take my children on all these trips because yep. there's a few places we got to go. Yep. So number one, as we talked about, um, Claremont lounge. Well, no Waff- waffle house. Waffle you, will, you will take okay. me there after Claremont at, after Claremont. And actually that brings up the next one, which was Claremont lounge. Yes. You will go there. And although it does not exist anymore, you will <laughs> we'll just go there. You will. No, no, no. The Claremont lounge does exist, but you will go to the men's bathroom. And although it has been renovated and there is no longer a trough, yeah. you will sprinkle my ashes along where the trough used to be just then, where the troughs ashes are. And you will mingle intermingle our, ashes together should i should i spread your ashes across where the trough uh should be and then grab a bucket of ice and throw that over yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then go and sprinkle just a little bit in blondie's hair okay yeah because um uh the next one and the uh, and the the ice thing for you guys i don't know the trough most troughs Mm -hmm. most places that don't want to fucking pay 
uh, a water bill. Mm-hmm. They just, for the men's bathrooms, it is not uncommon at all for us men to walk into a men's bathroom and in the urinal or in the trough, there's just a, a pile of ice in there waiting. And that's what they use. So when our pee hits it, our warm pee melts the ice and creates a, a flush, if you will. Mm-hmm. So that was that little ice thing that uh, I was doing there. Yes. So, and you'll notice a lot of these um, just have to do with you ingesting me after I'm dead. But um, the next one is you're going to hop on a plane. I'm going to need you to go down to New Orleans. Okay. I'm going to need you to go to a proper crawfish boil. Okay. And right when they're adding in that Zatarans, little pouch of J. Little pouch of J. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. I need you to a just little, unsus- just a pinch of J. A pinch of J in with the Zatarans, and when you're sucking heads and just and just clamping tails. Do I just tell stories of you to your, yes, your kids? Yes, exactly. You're all eating them together. And then you're just telling stories. Um, take your shirts off, guys. If you have a if you have a girl, you keep yours on. Um, the next one is actually the one that you brought up. So number four is, you know what? Go ahead and, and take a little, you know, take an arm or a leg of me and go ahead and throw it in that little uh, that little compost uh, bin. You know, and and, I, and plant me into a tree. I got a pretty good feedback on that man last week i had a lot of people say like that they were actually into that they liked that idea of like better than spreading ashes and planting and planting a plant over it like yeah using that using that a lot of people liked it so go ahead and find a tree down here do it there i need you to go up near camp put it up in a tree near camp and then bring a little bit down here and just put it into an assortment of pots that you have i need jaylet growing all over the garden um, do you want me to, uh, go up to camp and plant it right behind the, uh, the, uh, what's the, the, the hoop of the, uh, Oh, in the Brody of the Brody. Yes. Yeah. Should we do that? Yeah. You Actually, know? you know what? Put a little on your hand, go up and just get a nice layup and just smack that backboard as I, as I, and it's on your hand and then there. there's the handprint. Oof. That's oh. actually I'm amending it. That is number five. That's like what you need that. to do. And that's where you aim every time to lay up and it won't miss because guess who's it's like an angels in the outfield type of thing. Guess who didn't miss? Guess who's yeah, <laughs> guess who's just just showing you the way of the ball. Okay, number five, uh Jack Speech. Couple locations what I'm gonna do. What do we you to gotta hit. do? I mean, that's a whole summer. Uh, you sprinkle a little at the beach for me. I'm gonna need you to take a little dash of that. Just pop into Lynch's and throw Anywhere that right at the bar. Specifically, you want me to go down to 16? Uh, or you want me to? I would say 13th South, 13th? with just the original, the OG okay. Beach. Okay. Um, and then I need you to go. Uh, as we all did, we all left a little bit of our a little piece of us out there. As we all did, I need you to go to the tailgate location down by the Jag uh-huh. Stadium, where yep. Joel and Joel's beautiful wife took us very often. And you know, we we left a lot out there on the field for those boys. I need you to put a little bit out there in the battlefield. Um, very very smart, very smart. Um, that one will be done on Florida Georgia weekend as well. I actually put in here if there was a another food truck at my location that I was going to need you to throw a little on the grill. But I don't know if there's going to be one there. There Before. won't. I won't allow it. How about that? Thank you. If we get there in this one, hey, kids, your dad would have wanted this. Yeah. And then you just throw it everywhere <laughs> and, then and then they we, have to shut down. You just tip it. Yeah. <laughs> and then my last one, and this is something you and I say quite often, 
is when I uh, just find your favorite dumpster. Because when die. I die, just throw me in the trash. I love that. I love that. And those are the things, those seven items and those locations and those places, actually more like 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Um, once that is done, you will then open the briefcase that you were given and it will have in there more ashes in another <laughs> list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know the deed to all my properties and there'll, yes. be, there'll be a little 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 juice in there for you um yeah by juice i mean actual juice like with me juice, in it like a cream with of- me in it <laughs> just litsky farms is and like then on the at label. the bottom of and then at the bottom of that can of juice that you're drinking will just be an address where all my other money is hidden i love Don't tell the wifey. idea that this is turning into a national treasure thing and yes. i'm in a cage yeah, and yep. I'm loving the treasure hunt that we're going on now. The bottom that of the- would be the coolest thing is like that. Actually, like all jokes aside, that actually would be a lot of fun if like you know your if your dad died and he, and he left a treasure hunt for you. It's a great concept for it a movie, would- huh? <laughs> gotcha. I mean, starring like fucking, you know. Oh, sorry. We need we need star power now. Yeah, starring like Jonah Hill and Seth Rogen. Okay, that would actually be fire. That's you know? us. Um, I'm I'm Jonah Hill. You're Seth. Rogen. Yeah, not by like size or height, but no. like I clearly have I, to be Seth Rogen. Yeah, and you like just by de facto have to be Jonah. Yeah, Hill. yeah. Okay, so that's the movie. Man, I can't wait to watch that one. Yeah, wonder if the. Uh, Wonder if the dad dies from a, 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 a skydiving accident. Um, what does he die from? I think. Or is he like parasailing? What's he doing? I can't remember. Is he, I think he does the one where Such he jumps a... off the side of the, the cliff and he's got and you got like the wing. Uh, hang gliding. Hang gliding. Was it that? I can't remember. It was such a good movie. Hey, honey, I can't I'm remember. What is it? <laughs> hey, honey, I'm hang gliding. Uh, I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> All right. Okay, I can do that. So yeah, you got a little bit of a list to get. I'm them. not looking forward to the juice. You have to. That's the only one that I was like. I'm and you not... can't pour it out. No. Yeah. And the only, only, only the reason why I'm not looking for the juice is because. The juice is going to trigger my acid reflux. And then knowing that you're in there with the acid reflux, I don't know what you, I don't, I can't trust you in there. Imagine the little tablet of Jay in that as like your, uh, as your Alka-Seltzer. That's what I was about to say. I was like, hopefully you die like during your hangover ritual. Yeah. I'm very, I have a very basic compound structure in me and you'll be just fine. Bro. <laughs> okay, cool. cool don't cool. worry. Don't I, worry. I pop the top. It just starts bubbling. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. He was yeah. right. Exactly. So yeah, that's it. All right. Okay. 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 I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, I uh, I have a bit of a crazy little uh, you know, story here. So um, friend of the show, friend of the pod, Stephen uh, Stephen Arduini. Mm. Arduini. Ooh, sent me some good texts over the weekend. Yeah? Yeah, was solo dolo without the wife, literally out back, drinking beers, watching the baseball game, just feet right next to a fire. Yeah, Stevie, um, he had posted something, I think it was a couple weeks ago, because I wanted to talk about last week. Um, He went to the Foo Fighters concert in New York City. Yeah. And when he was on his way inside to, I think it was MSG, or, I think yeah, I yeah. saw this. It was at it was at the garden. Yeah, it was at the mecca, and there were people protesting. 
So I hit him up. I'm like, yo, what is this? What's going on here? And Foo Fighters are, I guess you could say, demanding or whatever word you want to call it, that you have to be vaccinated and show proof of vaccination to get into the show. So all of, you know, these Foo Fighter fans that don't want to get vaxxed went and protested at the show. How'd that work out? Um, uh, they were trying to throw a monkey wrench, you know, into it, but that wasn't working. Um, I'm trying to think of more, uh, uh Foo Fighter puns, whether songs just say like Everlong, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not the biggest Foo Fighter fan, Me to either. be completely honest. Me either. Like, they're a great big, band. Big respect for, for Grohl, of course. Yeah, big respect for Grohl. They're a great band. Like, honestly, I love their, like, earlier stuff, you know, Monkey Wrench and all that stuff. Everlong, I'll give you there. But, like, I just wasn't the biggest Foo Fighters fan. It wasn't my type of rock and roll. Agreed. So, um, but I can see why everyone else loves them. Mm. Now, I want to break this down, though, with you. Because you would think my initial uh, take on it would be, like you said, wah, wah, go get the vax and shut the fuck up or whatever. Yeah. But, like... I mean, did he have to show a vax card or did he have to do anything to actually get in? Um, we might I have didn't to follow up. With I him didn't on ask that. the details on that, but I thought it was a. I thought it was pretty bold of a of a big band like that to demand to, t- you know, because it's like we live in a in a country where it's like, yo, it's my, you know, we live in a free country, I can do whatever the fuck I want, type of thing. So I thought it was a little surprising that the Foo Fighters literally came out and said, like, if you're not vaxxed, you're not allowed to come. Well, unless there's people out there, like, unless they had that set up ahead of time, too, like, and I just texted him, too, to see what he said, but, like, uh, I'm curious how they would even enforce that. Because, like, let's just say, uh, and he just texted back, and he said that... What did you ask him? I said, did you have to show a vax card to get into the concert? And he said, yes, everyone did. Okay. And I'm getting a couple more dots right now, so we'll see. But to me, it's like unless you had you, they definitely had to have think they had to have thought about that ahead of time and put it out there for everyone, and then they had to have had people up there like actually ready my, to turn people away. My right? main thing is just like I get what you're doing. You you don't want to be that band that has a world tour and everyone gets infected from it or some shit, you know. But my only other argument to is that's not very rock and roll of you. It's not, and I just got it right here, and he said it couldn't even be a negative recent test. Everyone had to be at least 14 days post-second shot or after your first J&J shot. Yeah. So they're not even fucking around saying you went and got a test like at the little minute clinic around the corner beforehand. Uh You had to have gotten it, and you had that documentation showing that's at least two weeks old. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're making it easy on you. I just It's just not very rock and roll. I was a little, I, I guess you know what it is for me. I just, you know, I'm just, I'm just all about the music. So I just don't like the idea of like turning people away from music. I agree. But I think also that maybe there are certain things and they're not like a band that needs people at their shows. They've clearly made enough and done enough in their time to whereas if this was like a band on their first big tour post great album right i could see maybe them having you know like more of like that 
monetary grab that they want to do. Uh-huh. But being in their position, being at like a higher leveraged point there, I would think that maybe they're just like, hey, this is bigger than music and let's just have a little bit of a personal responsibility. Something that I don't think rock and roll is truly like known for. No. Right? No. But is that something though that like even saying it that way that still makes you think like, why would they do that? Yeah, it's just... I understand the business decision of it. It's just... Well, I don't think it's a business decision in the sense that I don't think they had 100,000 tickets and only 50,000 got sold because of that rule. I think no. they would have found enough people to sell it out one way or the other. My thought is is just that there's... I don't know, I just... Some, they, they, it, that would weigh on their conscience to find out that someone came to that and then fucking died. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I understand the business decision of it, but, I mean, even that, like, my argument back to you was like, okay, you know how people die at rock and roll concerts because, like, mosh pits or something crazy? Like, that shit happens all the time. But, I don't know, I'm, I guess I'm just picturing, I'm picturing the, like, the, the, the just diehard Foo Fighters fan out there that just wants to go see them so bad, they're, they're getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, it's a big year for them, and for whatever reason that, that they don't want to get vaccinated, that they're not allowed to go. And because that is that is one thing, you know, I think I think you and I all the time on this podcast, you know, we, we do the vaccine thing. We want people to get vaccinated. We're vaccinated. But, you know, we do a to each his own thing at the end of that sentence every time. And I, I don't. All right. But here's how I here's how I parse that up. If you want to go and not be vaccinated, that is 100 percent your right at this point. But obviously, it's something that a majority of people in a majority of the medical profession thinks that. You should do, and if not for you, for other people, right? Mm-hmm. And I think yes. that I think that one one thing you're gonna have to consider is if you don't want to go get the vaccine, there might be some life events that you now have to miss out on, and that's, that's true. not that is not an indictment on like American society. There's just rules now at this point, and guess what? There's rules that are made and and rules that are broken and rules that are changed every single day but right now you want to go do certain things you got to go get a vaccine and if you don't want to which is still your choice guess what it's still the foo fighters choice to say hey if you're not going to go get it's this true. then, yeah. then no, you don't right. get to right no you're right you know as, as you were like explaining that point I, I was like you know what this is just like the this is just like the mask thing though like it's like you know if you want to go into this place you have to wear a mask and then you and especially in the beginning of the pandemic when you saw people that didn't wear masks and they're getting kicked out and they're all pissed off it's hey that's the rules of that business and this is the rules of the food fighters business yeah. so you know what I'm I'm, I'm 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 retracting a bit yeah i'm retracting a bit i just felt bad for those people well, but then what? also i thought it was very funny that they had then they, they were like we're gonna go down there yeah, right. Well, because that's... I think Steve was telling me how they were like patronizing like the people that were walking in. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I'm you know sure I mean? they were. Oh, yeah. They're just like calling them names. It's just like so. I thought that was like kind of funny. I'm just like, yeah, but we're we're walking in to go see the Foo Fighters, and if, you're not. If you love, <laughs> like... but here's the other side of it. If you love the Foo Fighters that much, but not enough to make sure that you and your and your family are protected against something that is clearly being shown empirically to, to make Science. sure you don't get as sick, Science. then guess what? If you love them that much, go get the vaccine. And then guess what? Your front row. Leonard so Skinner hammered. What we got to do is what we now, what we're going to do now is we're going to have to take this podcast on the road. I would love that. And we're going to take it on the road and we're going to follow the Foo Fighters around on their whole, on their uh, U.S. tour here. And guess what we're going to be doing? Partying? We're going to be, we're going to be partying. 
but we're gonna be printing fake vaccine cards. Love that. Okay, and we're gonna make a and we're making an ass load. Or there, of cash. There's another thing. Guess what? You really want to go? That was my thing. Was like, and you didn't want to, and you didn't want to go get a fucking vaccine, it, dude. Pay that guy on the corner in New York. I guarantee you, for twenty bucks, you know, for a hundred bucks, you get that fake ID. For two hundred, you get that the passport. For fifteen, you get that fake. Vac. Have you guys seen these cards? They're very easy to manipulate. Yeah, <laughs> like they're nothing special. I also just got an, a, a, another little blurb from him. He said they played a show the week before. And the protesters threw actual monkey wrenches at the fans in line waiting to go in. There you go. And you know what they say? If you can't dodge a wrench, you can't dodge a ball. That is, that's, that's, that's fucking funny. That is funny. That's funny. And I like where your head's at, protesters. I, I'm now. <laughs> that's rock and roll. Tip, that is rock and roll. And I am tipping the rock and roll cap to you. Mm-hmm. At least in your protest, you did something rock and roll. Yeah. That's fucking funny right there. So, so there you go. Um, yeah, so if anybody out there is a fan of the Foo Fighters, uh, you might have to go get poked before you go. Sorry. Yeah, we're really sorry about your sacrifice. Um, but um, uh, what we uh we what we uh we we've got a big trip coming up here. You do. Yes. Um, let's, I wanted let's... to talk to you about it a little bit. Yes, actually, I'm glad you brought this up now because I want to get the fans involved with this a little bit as well. This this segment is called the New uh, the New Orleans Look Ahead. Uh-huh. So, uh, wifey and I got married. Can we call it the Who Dat up there? Ooh, I like that. Who Dat? Who Dat in two weeks? Who Dat? It's Who Dat this weekend coming up. Two years ago, uh, right after we got married, we went to New Orleans for our honeymoon. So this is a honeymoon anniversary, as which I'm is, calling which it. Which is hilarious, because like, you guys have totally made up your own um, like you know, day, holiday, whatever you want to call it. I've, had, I've talked to a few people about it. They're all, everyone's confused. Honeymoon anniversary? Yeah. Everyone's confused. I think they're mad because they didn't think of it first. That's what I think. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Obviously, it's last like, year. Fuck it. Let's celebrate the anniversary of the honeymoon. Let, let's let's just make things up so we can just have to go keep going back to New Orleans. Well, we couldn't. We we went about a week and a half after our wedding for the for the for the honeymoon, and then last year because of COVID, right in the in the thick of summer, we couldn't do anything. And so once things loosened up a little bit, we we wanted to take just like a non-wedding vacation trip. So we hastily booked this for the same weekend, and it just worked out. And um, so we're gonna be going. We're gonna. I'm gonna definitely be putting some content out. That's definitely gonna be happening over there. You know, the music scene is is legit. Well, I want to do this. I want to cut you off, and I want to do this. What do you got, listeners? You're hearing this now. It's it's on a Wednesday. You're gonna be in New Orleans Thursday or Friday. Touchdown Friday about four thirty uh, uh, Central. So about five thirty uh, Eastern. So listeners. On my my Wednesdays and Thursday listeners, this is your time. If you've been into to New Orleans and you've got some spots, text those spots in to Jordan and I. 305-741-3671. And let's and and uh and if you guys can get those in, in time, Jordan 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 may uh just you know present himself at those places and he'll come back and give a little feedback on how he did. Correct. I've reached out to a couple New Orleans, you know, aficionados. I've got their lists. I have your list did that you, you which, gave me. Which I gave you last time and you didn't even touch it. 
Uh, well, maybe there'll be some touching this time. Because there better be, because I was a little offended last time. What we're doing this time is we're going to try... There's a few places we have to go, some obligatory check-ins we have to do. Which ones? Um, well, I can tell you last time... and you know, red slipper? You know this, but I'm a big botanical gardens guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, tried yes. to go last time on July 4th, and they were closed, which... That's really on me. Mm-hmm. That's on me. I should have known better. But the Botanical Gardens is one. Um, Aaron Rose What's is that? a little dive bar. They okay, make a fantastic Jameson, frozen Jameson drink with coffee grounds on the top. It's mm. absolutely delectable. Don't know that one. It sounds amazing. Dive shit Shithole dive bar right off of bourbon. You Love go it. towards the back. And then they got a killer po'boys in the back where they make just fire ass po'boys. Mm. It's just I'm a pig in just hog shit heaven, as I love think it, you put it. Love it, love it. Um, that is really all I have that we have to go to. We're gonna hit Frenchman for some music. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything else besides that? Eat, drink. Um, you know, we did the World War II museum last time, so we hit some of the things we got to do. But if you guys got some goodies, you gotta go to you gotta go to Drago's. Well, give you, you gotta get you gotta go to Drago's and you gotta get the the oysters. You gotta get the uh, the what's you call them the flame uh, the bro the flame bro they call it flame broiled flame broiled. That's a thing, yeah. Flame broiled. Or you gotta you gotta go to Drago's if okay. if there's anyone you have to go to Drago's and get them. It's, it's, Is that in the quarter? Um, it's all no, it's all the way down the street. It's it's not it's you're gonna have to pop it in cap real quick. And it's all the way down uh, towards, it's right, I think it's like on the Mississippi River, actually, next to uh, the casino there. Okay, near Harris. Yeah, okay. it's, right, it's right across from Harris. All right, so if you guys have um, some suggestions, places you want us to go, 305-741-3671. Get them in, uh, get them in. Hit me in. up, and uh, you might just get a shout-out. You might get a call. Gotta go to the shop, gotta go to Acme, you gotta go to, Yeah, oh, give man. me the yeah, list, gotta, baby, let's yeah. go. That's uh, I'm severely jealous of that trip. That, Good. That, that that spot that 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 well, I was actually talking about it with uh, my neighbor this week. Um, New Orleans and like what other places have like their own type of food like that? Like that's just very specific to them. It's like you know Chicago's got is an amazing food town. But I would never, I wouldn't really equate Chicago with having its own specific taste and style of food. Well, I always say I agree with that a hundred percent. They do certain foods there very well. Like Texas was the only other one I could like kind of think of. Was like, yeah, Texas barbecue is very specific to Texas. Correct. Um, New Orleans was the best friend that I had never met, but I knew as soon as we met, we would be. It's just the confluence of of music, of food, location. Everything about that city is something that I love. Mm -hmm. And just going there affirmed all of it. And I think for Wifey as well, we just love it there. And it's it's the perfect mix of everything. I mean, just the blues. If you just want to talk music for a second, the fact that this is like one of the, the epicenters for blues and jazz, which are quintessential just... 100% 100% American birthplace of jazz American uh, sounds yeah. that have resonated throughout the entire world um, to me that's that's a that's that's a big deal and yeah, uh, I'm with you going and walking Something around tells me you'll run into Kermit I I want to go to the mother-in-law he has a mother-in-law lounge or mother-in-law bar uh, I think it's in the Treme and yeah. we didn't get there last time I'm gonna try to 
try to make something that tells me you're gonna run into him. I would love that. Something tells me you're gonna run. You're gonna yeah. run. To, you're gonna run into a ruffin. Yes. So just be ready this weekend uh, on the gram. Your boy's gonna be flexing. It's gonna be. Can't it's wait. It's gonna be legit. So can't just wait. Stay tuned for that, Bart Scott. Yeah. Speaking of Bart Scott, fucking. Uh, Let's we we got some we got some hits we got some quick hits we got we got we got to get into here right before we uh, hit this peacock yeah I got a lot of quick hits actually um are you ready to uh, dole them out or I'm ready little, are you ready little time yeah I'm ready. I'm ready um is this is this uh are these just statements or are these just uh, this or that or these they're kind of it's it's quick hits for a reason it's kind of a combination of all those um the first thing that I need to bring up as a quick hit is I have been cutting out. In my mornings, coffee. Why? And I've been trying because... So you hear how offended I was by that? Yeah. uh, And that actually, I have some questions for you on it. But I've just been trying to make it to where I'm not requiring it to just be a human in the morning. Oh, that's cool. And I think that you don't want the dependence on there. So uh, I'm curious, what is your current consumption rate? Um, what, what, What do you... I will honestly. Do I you will, make do you make a a a pot every morning? Let's no, start there. no, no. It, my my uh, my coffee consumption depends on the how the what what day I have ahead of me. So if I've got you know a crazy day at work, um, yeah, I'm gonna make a coffee. I'm gonna pick up a coffee. I'm gonna make some espresso. If I had if I had a gnarly night before and I'm fucking dragging the last, I'll make a coffee. But if my morning's just kind of normal, and uh, you know, I won't make, I won't, I won't have a coffee. You have the luxury though of working from home, so it's like you can look like a piece of only, shit. Only in for the, the morning. next couple days. Oh, this when actually, actually, when you guys hear like our beautiful voices right now, I will be at work. Mm. I'll be in the office. We're Good. going back. Good. Papa got a promotion, so he's got to show his face. Mm. Now let me ask you this: on a majority of days, hot or iced? Always iced, never hot. It's not we even We live close. in South Florida, though. Even if, uh, even if you put a pot of coffee on and that's all you have or you make me espresso, I'm throwing ice in it. Okay. Just to cool it down. That's what I need to but know. But you, know you know what I will say? On um, the days... I, I, I'm, I, have, I have been known to... I do, I'll do an afternoon espresso shot. I like mm. I'll do that a lot. We live in South Florida, baby. A yeah. little cafecito in the yeah. afternoon... That is like a rite of passage. So, but no, but I'm with you on, I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you on the, like not having to require to rely on it every single day. Well, I think there's something to be said about that. Cause I don't, yeah, I don't drink this shit every single day. I feel day. like mama bear back in the day, like when I was younger, it was like a, don't talk to me till I've had a cup or like, I didn't have a cup. I'm having headaches situation and mm-hmm. i never wanted to be that right and i always wanted i'm a self-starter in the morning anyways mm-hmm. but i never wanted it to be a thing so i've just been cutting down on it that's all i mean i, I still do like a i mean were you drinking it every day i would say or was it like just, there was, it was a just, while it was just so easily uh both. right there at the at the office probably a little of both um but i'm also a coffee snob like if i'm gonna drink coffee i want it to be like good or like a cold brew or like I, a I think I'm. Of vanilla in there. Well, no, 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 not, not even a flavor the, thing. Do you want the hazelnut uh, coffee no. creamer? So I'm not into that at all. <laughs> my thing though is it's all about strength. Yes. A regular cup of coffee does not so, move. Are, my we, are we trying to get fucked up? You know, like yeah, I need I need to like jolt this diesel engine into action. And how do I do that? Minimum cold brew, 
At, and then if you really want to get after it, I need that. The cafecito. cold brew has more. The, 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 isn't the cold brew that has more caffeine than the iced coffee? Doesn't, isn't yes, that the thing? It goes regular coffee. I think iced coffee is just hot coffee. Yes. Then cold brew. Cold brew has a little bit more. Oh. Then then cafecito, which we know is the Cuban jet fuel. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Now, I need you to actually pop this wig on real quick. Okay. Pop the wig on. I got a couple things. Uh, I got a Chew Gwatch 2021. Hold on, hold and on. And I need you to make some decisions for me. Hold on here. Hello! Perfect. Okay. What is it, Saya? First thing I have for you, my liege. Um, is this or is this not Chewgy? The Bachelorette, um, uh, the multi-bike bar that you sit at and pedal on there's like eight of you on it and you're drinking as you're like going down a strip on like a bar in any type of city we have them in fort lauderdale when red we, have them, cats, the, we have them on the sea now when we're at fat cats we look at those people we laugh at those people because they're, of where they're riding this stupid bike but is there's or is, always like like what song's always playing too it's always like I Girl, yes, I, like I was gonna say Carly. I was gonna say uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. The um, I don't know what's the call me, maybe. Oh, yeah, you know, but yes, yeah, same thing. That's yeah. what's always playing, and the girls are wagging out exactly. You know, so chuggy, absolutely chuggy. Okay, now you'll never ever catch you and I on one of those ever. I won't do it. No, it doesn't First matter off, if I was on a, if I was on a bachelor party. And someone suggested we do that. I don't. I would have to rethink about whether we're actually friends or not. Right. Because that's not something we would do. Why are you wanting to do that? We're probably not friends. There's nothing fun about it. Okay. The next one I have um, is, and this is something where it's going to get a little bit. We're going. We might have, keep the wig on. Yeah. Keep this, the wig on. this is Chugi. I need to know if this is Chugi or not. Wearing athleisure wear to non-athletic events. Um. So, like, are we talking men, women, both? Like, men, women, both. But like, I'm thinking more of like, like, do men like, 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 uh, like the, the woman spandex stuff? capris, and they're not with the workout top on. Yes. Um. How, 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 are you asking me? I'm, yeah, I'm not into that. Are you working out if you're not take that off? Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so like, Chugi. Yes, Chugi. Like, yeah, if you're not working out, like, don't keep your top. Don't, don't like, just put a t-shirt on. Put, like, put something on. Wifey, that one's for you. Yeah, like, you can wear yoga pants, but I can, you, you know, there's a difference between the yoga pants and then the workout, like, tidy, tidy, tidy whities that you're wearing. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Because it, it just kind of just comes off to me as a look at me, I, uh... I'm in. I'm in shape. I I keep fit. Exactly. And like, no one cares about that when you're at the fucking heat game. Not at a certain age, they definitely don't. No. You know. All right. Now, you know what? Leave leave that on because the next segment we're going into is part of this quick hits. It's called neighbor neighbor etiquette. Gotcha. Now, I was I was uh, I knew I had a big lawn day coming up on Saturday, and I just moved into the neighborhood. I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers, but. I got to get this shit done. We all know it's it's Florida. Gets hot. You try to get it done. Get out. Get we in got, and get out. We got one day to do it on Saturday. Now, as far as mowing your, your grass, if you had to pick a time in the morning, what is the acceptable time to start mowing a lawn on a Saturday morning? 
Um, I mean, you're cutting it if you're going after ten. If you if you're going after ten, no, uh, no, 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 no. How early is too early to oh, start mowing a lawn? Um, like what time am I now allowed where I'm not right gonna catch now flack? to where where the sun is at? Um, I mean, I'll give you. <sighs> Because I have a time here. I'll give you that seven, the neighbor started cutting. Seven thirty-eight. Whoa! Is, is like if you do that, I'll be a little annoyed, but I'll be fine with it. Okay, that is earlier than I'd expect. But you're you also to say. talking to the son of a of a you know a, a lawn man. Yeah, you know what I mean. So we we would pull up. We we pulled son up. Son of at a you. lawn man. Yeah. <laughs> that what I did there. Yeah, it was good. Um. So I was thinking about this. I was getting all my stuff out, and I didn't want to be the first in the neighborhood to to, to crank that thing up. And the neighbor started at 8.49 a.m. That was, you didn't like that? No, 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 I was waiting for someone else to break the ice. Oh, I was thinking you waited eight, that long. I was waiting till he, I said 8.30 and I said, okay, maybe I'll wait till 9, 8.49 came. He started, I started right after him. By 8.50, I was, I was cranking. Okay. Okay. Next I one. I love the idea of you like, like, uh, you know, thinking about the neighbors and waiting. I, I swear, it's I like swear. You're, you're ready to go, but you're like, hold on, it's not about I me. I popped all the tools out, and I said, oh, there's all a few All of them are already things. gassed up. They're ready to go. All ready to go. And then literally, I was like, I don't hear anything off in the distance. Anyone else is mowing. So I said, let me wait. As soon as I heard him, I just went and ripped it and started getting it. You can go early. Yeah, you can go early. I don't think if seven thirty is inflammatory. I think. I mean, that's when those that's when the the those lawn jockeys come. Mm. You know, if you have a lawn service, they pull up. Okay. The next one is, and I ran into this, and, and I. And by the it. way, hold on, just just because we're on it, we have we gotta let the people know. Yeah. Playlist is ready. Oh, you're right. The just I'm a mower. The, no, we're on the topic. Yes, I'm a mower, not a grower. Playlist. Is officially official. Live and live and direct. Yeah, it's and a, it has been tested and proven. It has. We okay. both did some lawn work to it this weekend. It is a collaborative playlist made by the Well Fed Boy and Jay Lit the Kid. Go out. It's on my. It's on my personal uh, account. Jay Lit the Kid. On Spotify. Go on Spotify. Subscribe to it. I'm a Go mower, ahead and, not a grower. I'm a mower, not a grower. It's pretty good. It's good. I got. I, I got was, the. I got the. Fa- I got the. 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 The selfie of you right after you were done. Yep. Looking like a million bucks. Yeah. It was. It was pretty good. There was. I was halfway through and I was grooving and I was cutting. That's it. I was grooving and not growing. Thank you. Um. The next one is one that I haven't. I haven't dealt with yet, but I have a neighbor in the back who has a tree that is growing over. Into my airspace. Oh, probably, man. Just so. This. How would you? How would you handle this? Because I have my playbook already. I think written, but it's I want to hear what man. you would do. It's hard. It's it's it's. There's a lot of factors into it. What type? Doesn't of tree, look to be a cherished how far tree. Far over is it? Pretty Are they far over. Maintaining it. They're not. Do we like them? Don't know. There's them. a lot of factors involved on it. It's one of those things where, to me, it's their tree. So really, whatever I have to say doesn't really matter. Ninety percent of the tree is on my side of the fence. Ninety percent of the ninety percent of the tree. Okay, see that that makes a difference. If that see that makes a difference. If if at, yeah, if like sixty to over sixty to seventy. If over seventy percent of the tree is on your side, you have say. So 
here's you my have a little set. You, you can go over there and be like, my, hey, we got to talk. My playbook is go knock on the door, say, hey, I moved in behind you. What do you want to do? I want to cut the whole fucking thing off. On that's, just your that's side. That's on my that's side. just leaning over. Yes. Now, I talk. I, I talked this through with the father-in-law. And he and basically, I think the rule, the way we're going to do it is I'm going to go ask them and say, hey, like, do you mind if I trim this tree to my liking that that's over my side of the fence? Now, if he says yes, great. Nice to meet you, neighbor. If he says no, you can still I'm do still going to fucking cut it. It's illegal. You can still fucking touch it. Yes. And like, that is I'm going to try to do the nice. The I'm going to do the nice thing and give him notice, mm-hmm. but I don't really need to. No, you don't really need to, but yeah, you gotta. Right? Okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. Now, um, here's a big one. And you just, you've only been in this neighborhood. You've been in here under a year. Mm-hmm. I would say, what, six to eight, nine months, somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. We've been in the house, you know, about three months, but really not even at all. Um, making sure that you don't miss a wave from a neighbor. Neighbor was outside mowing his lawn. I was mowing my lawn. I kept looking up to make sure I didn't miss it because... A quick little earbuds in the in the in the ear jamming out some music, and that could that could that could that could end up in gunplay. Yeah, they're walking back saying this fucking asshole. So that's why I think it's very important to maintain any neighborhood waves. The neighborly waves are crucial, especially in the beginning. They really set the precedent of what your neighbor thinks they who you are, which even though they don't know shit about you. But if you give me that wave, you're basic. You're essentially giving me a vote of confidence that I am now accepted in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. If you do not give me a wave, or if I miss the wave, I'm basically rejecting your premise. And now, who knows what could happen? And the worst is if you know that you miss that wave, and the next time you go see them, they don't wave back. You know. Yeah. Or if you wave and you know that they saw your wave, that you know, tells you like everything that you need to know. Lesbian couple and you and you miss them and they think that now you're just like you know some so what what are they what's wrong with what's wrong with us shit yeah you know, like yeah that's what people jump to nowadays they do that's why a missed wave is crucial make sure you guys get that first wave in and that you try to reciprocate mm-hmm. as many waves after that yeah and and, and really guys if you want a tactic to really uh collect the most weight to really make a dent on the wave thing get a dog take it on a walk that's really when you start collecting the waves and you really start building that cachet as a neighbor mm, that's perfect now the last one is something that is interesting to me because in our first house we did not have this but we have the sidewalk that's built in to everyone's got the sidewalk, but it's about a third of the way up the driveway. Okay. Now this was something that Cody kind of like, you know, said to me and now Cody's your neighbor, Cody, my, my brother-in-law, brother-in-law. And he was like, yo, like, you know, when you pull in, like you can't be like, you know, blocking that, that, that sidewalk. Yeah. Which is fucking, is that a thing? That's hilarious to me. Not to me. I don't give a, what the, uh, whoever, I knew, even if it's a city rule or if it's your neighborhood rule, get over yourself. Get the fuck out of here. I, I, I'm on my roller. If you're on your roller blades on your bike, go around. Get the fuck out of here, dude. That's all I needed to hear. That makes it's me just feel better. Like, I understand. I'm like, oh, you can't block it. Do you have legs? Are you walking your dog? Does it have legs? Are you on your bicycle? Are you rollerblading? What are you doing? Can you not walk around? If the answer to that is yes, you can, then I need you to sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. Mm. Okay. Good God. The preacher has just entered the chat. Okay. Like, it's my, I'm, 
We we all got cars. It's 2021. Everyone's got three cars. Okay? He's got he's got the look, a, he's got the judge wig on. I I will I will take your ruling and I agree with it and I will take it home with me. It's like this isn't a this isn't a video game. This isn't like you know N- Nintendo fucking 64 where like you run into like the 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 trunk of somebody's car and you can't go around it. I and we have a very quiet street, so it's like it takes very little effort for you to go around. It, uh, it's again are you walking can you can you take different types of directions okay. yes perfect but i need you to get over yourself perfect that's all i needed to know i feel affirmed and i am good to go thank yeah. you um uh was that the was that, that was it, it. those are all my getting a little hits. hot now yeah get it's that a little pop, sweaty pop that uh head tarp off <laughs> yeah, and tarp. are are you ready to do yes. To do this? Yes. Let's jump into it. Let's jump Let's into it. Let's This week's peacock that is just from outer space. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. This week's peacock is none other than Les Claypool. No. Les Claypool. We're giving the bassist some love this week. Wow. That's what we're going for. I know you got a little bass in your heart. The un- is it the un- is that the unsung hero? behind the superhero that is always just making sure that the superhero gets to the to the heights that they're able to get to yes absolutely they keep it all tight and they're usually the biggest drug addicts really usually because they have to sit back and kind of just chill yeah okay so the only way to like you know keep up with that depressive state of not being in front of the spotlight is doing drugs can you name very quickly some lead i i've I know there's a few out there. Some lead singers of big bands that were bassists. I mean, you've got Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Lemmy Kilmeister of um, of uh, Hawkwind and Ace of Spade, Motorhead. You've got um, uh, what's his name from uh, Rush. He was a bassist. Yep, he was the bassist. Um, it's, was it Neil Perth, the drummer, the yeah. guy's Alex. I can't remember what his name is. He, he's the bassist. Um, one other one for you. I mean, Les Claypool, um, another big one though for you. Da, 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 da. Um, I don't know. Should we throw Bootsy in there? Um, I was about to say Bootsy Collins originally wasn't the lead singer and then he was for parliament and then left and then started his own thing and basically There's was, a few out there. Yeah, but there's not many. Out. Not 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 too many, but there's a few out. The okay. ones that are are badasses. Correct. Put it that way. Correct. Okay. So Les Claypool, September 29th, 1963 to present. Oh, he is still yes. with us. Praise. Um bassist, singer, songwriter, uh born in Richmond, California. Mm. Uh started playing bass at the age of 14. Um he uh his biggest band is what he's most known for 
is a band called Primus. I've heard of them. Which you probably have heard about, heard of them. Uh, They were really big in the 90s. Yep. Um, Late late 80s, early 90s, they were a really big band. Um, But uh, before he started Primus, he actually went to high school with uh, Kirk, uh, I think it's Kirk Hammett or Kirk Hamlet. I think it's Kirk Hammett of Metallica, who is the guitarist for Metallica. Is Kirk Hammett. He went to high school with him, and they became they were friends. And Metallica started hitting it pretty big, and their their bassist died. Mm. So they were holding auditions for a new bassist, and Metallica invited him to uh, audition for the slot. And after the audition, he killed the audition so so much that they told him you can't be in the band because you're actually way too good for this band. Really? Yeah. Uh, Mitch, uh, what's his name? Uh, James Hetfield. Mitch Hetfield. Uh, James Hetfield, the lead, the lead, the, the you know the lead guy in Metallica, actually told him he's like, "Yo, you're way too good for our band. You'll make us look bad. You need to, and you just need to be doing your own thing anyway. Like this, there's no way we can like allow you to be in our band. I like that. Yeah. So like that just just to give you a little quick glimpse of like how how good this guy is. That's great. Uh, so Primus uh, started in the '80s, like I said, and they originally were called Primate, but they changed to Primus. Couldn't find out why, but probably for obvious reasons because Primate's a shitty name for a band. Mm-hmm. Um, Doesn't move my monkey. No, but I don't. Thank you. Um, so yeah, they later changed it to Primus. Um, the cool thing about this band that is uh, can you can you quantify the type of um. Just for me, mostly, but also for the listeners, what type of, like, what genre? That's what I, that's okay, exactly okay. what I was about to do here. The cool thing about Primus and what really is what makes less a peacock is they did this blend of funk and, like, metal. Like, Jetty Lee. Rush. Jetty Lee. Okay, there you go. Okay, yeah, yeah, Jetty Lee. Yeah, he's probably, he's definitely up there. Jetty Lee. Is that uh, with a T or D? Actually, G-E-D-D-Y. Jetty. You're welcome. Canadian, I believe. Probably. Has to I be. I believe they're Canadian. I think they all were. Yeah. Um, but they So they do this blend of funk, metal, thrash, funk and thrash. Like, oh. you've got this, like, metal sound, but you but then you've got Les, who's just a bass. He's a genius on the bass. And Les is always slapping. He's always slapping, so he's very funky. He loves Bootsy. Bootsy's like his favorite, you know, he's one of his favorite, uh, you know, bass of all time. Yeah, Yo so Tambien. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's got this whole funky background, and it's considered, and it was at the time, and still is, very revolutionary sound. Uh, you know? One thing that I love hearing you say, because that's a classic trait of a true peacock. Is, yes, is usually creating a trailblazer. Yeah, it's total trailblazer, creating your own. And anyone that I mean, if you know anything about music, metal and funk are just don't really don't go on the same sentence at all. I'm very. Would you? Uh, would Most you, metal bands, you don't even fucking talk about the basis. Would you quantify this as our first uh, metal peacock? Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay, so this uh, is another groundbreaking. Absolutely, yep. Uh, peacock about for that, us. But yes, definitely. And I mean, they're more of, and I know you're going to ask me this question and I'm not going to be able to answer it, but 
when I was doing the research, they're they keep they they kept getting more uh, described as thrash, hmm. you know, funk thrash, like okay. thrash rock, and I can tell you the difference between thrash and metal. I'm sure there obviously is because they are two different types of genres, but they kept getting described as thrash. Okay. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Primus, they put out a lot of different stuff. They are a very unique sound. That was my hesitancy before in the beginning of the episode when I was like, I don't know if you're going to like this one mm-hmm. because they're very unique. It's very, it's a sandwich that's a little tough. You've surprised me, though, and your batting average is very, very high for, I think, any of those people that you've been like, I don't know. I think out of those maybe five or six, I mean, you're you're right. I think maybe all of them, the B-52s, I would say, would be on the lower end, but a majority of them have been things that I'm all like, okay, this can go into my repertoire. This is one that I, when I chose it, and I actually was given it to me by my brother-in-law, because I this week I was just didn't know who I wanted to do, and he actually suggested Les Claypool, and I was like, you know what, off the wall, that's a perfect one, and I want to see if I want to see what Jordan thinks. Okay, perfect. And and, and it's a, and it's a perfect peacock because no one knows it, and it's really weird. And he and he's a peacock. He's gonna be a peacock forever. He needs his 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 time in the in in the spotlight, but it's gonna be a time in spotlight that it's it's gonna take you out it's gonna be a piece of beef jerky that's a little chewy i think i like that I yeah can, i can work on that so they had primus did i believe they did like five six album they did they, they they were really big in the 90s okay really big in the 90s and one of the i think first uh things that you'll describe them with and the only thing that i can kind of describe them as they sound like a little bit more but not too much of a very early Red Hot Chili Peppers. Because do you remember the early Red Hot Chili Peppers was very flea-driven? Very much so. And actually, I was looking up famous bassists that were lead singers, but Flea wasn't really a lead singer, but he gets the honorable mention because of just how influential... In that band. It's very rare when the bassist kind of lets themselves be known as someone that's like a true, real member of the band. Because I think bassists kind of get the bad rap of oh we can replace you in a sense but there's certain stylistics of of the basses get the bad rap because everyone thinks well if you can play guitar then you can definitely play bass correct which is kind of true but not for people like flea you know what I mean? Like, say that shit to Flea, and Flea will fucking will will well. I think will Flea blow you was, out of the water. Flea was one of those guys too that was like, look, they can be their own superstar without being like physically heard, voice wise, sonically on the record, but still has a large presence, and I think gave a big following, which definitely I think influenced whether or not people wanted to be the bass player in a band. Yes, yeah, uh, good assessment. I, 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 I think you're exactly right with that. Um, but I think one of the musical themes that you'll you'll pick them up on and you'll write down on, on your notebook while you're listening to it is early Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's okay. the only thing I can kind of just like I'm writing compare it down them as we to. Speak. Is a, very early, because uh, that, that early uh, Red Hot was... Um, 
was very rocky, very like punky and very like, you know, a lot of guitars that were like, you know, just hard rock guitar riffs type deal. And then you had Flea that was plucking the fuck out of the bass and like, because Flea was, Flea again was, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are a rock band, but they have that funkiness to them because of Flea. 100%. So, and that bass comes through and bleeds through and you could just, like you said, plucking away at it in a very, it's a very 70s bass style. Yes. So, um, so yeah, they had a ton of records out. They had, um, they had like th- their most famous song was I forget what it was called. It, it was called like uh, James. James was a race car driver or something like that. And you will know it's it's on the Peacocks and Music uh, playlist that you guys can find on Spotify. Mm. Um, and you'll know it, I think, because it was on the Tony Hawk video game. Oh, then yes. Duh. So you'll probably be like, oh, okay, I know that one. I mean, I'll but definitely other, know that one. The other little nugget, and this is, I think we are, yes, yeah, we are back to back here on uh, bands that also made uh, theme songs for shows. Mm. They did the theme, th- theme song for South Park. Oh, Wow, okay. There you go. So, and everyone knows that. that come on down. Everyone knows just that. Bleeding right into just like the general pop right there. That's Primus. Okay. That's less Claysable. That's Primus. So then we know clearly Trey Parker and whatever, Matt Stone were like just big Primus. That was mid-90s. Exactly. They, yeah, the, just, when, 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 yeah, when when South Park started, that was like that when they were... At the height of their powers. Right. Got it. Okay, cool. Um... So yeah, that was that's the quick little like funny note. So then Primus went on the, they 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 went on a hiatus in like 2000, but it allowed all for uh, Les Claypool to do all of these really cool little weird side projects. Mm. And I'm gonna rattle them off here and just give you little nuggets on each one. So there was a band called Sausage, uh, that was you know interesting. Love that name. Yeah, it was interesting to listen to. Um, all of these these bands, and every time I listened to them, I was just like, God, this guy is such a unique sound and just totally so different. Um, and then he had another one called uh, Holy Mackerel. Um, uh, again, just very, yeah, very different. But then we get into uh, Oyster, uh, Oyster Head, which had Trey Anastasio. I think I've heard of from them. Fish. My dad's a big Trey guy. And also Stuart Copeland from The Police. Oh, cool. Was, was in that band. And then uh, after that, he uh, started another little project called the Frog Brigade, which that one he started. He hooked up with Trey and started getting into that jam band shit. Mm. And so he hooked up with Bob Weir. It's got a it's got a place in my heart. I can't. Yeah, lie. you do. I love, you, you in the last few years, you have come around to the jam. I I have. I'm not gonna say I am a deadhead to a certain degree. Not all the way in. Like I know you guys. Or thinking in your head. I am. Uh, not a fish guy, but once again, Trey, I've seen, and Trey, Trey uh, shreds. He does shred. He does he shred. Does. Uh, so, and he also hooked up with, uh, yeah, so, so Frog, Brigade, Frog Brigade had Bob Weir in it, which we all know Bob Weir is from the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, these last two are the cool ones. Mm. Um then he uh, started a band called Colonel Claypool's Bucket of Bernie Brains. Love that. And the band is Les Claypool, Buckethead, who is like this crazy guitarist that like filled in for Guns N' Roses. And he's like, 
He's always on like the top, like you know, fifty guitarists of all times. He he wears like this crazy, scary, like fucking uh, Friday the Thirteenth mask, and he wears a KFC bucket over his head, and the mask and a bucket. He wears this bucket of this KFC fried chicken bucket over his head with this like creepy ass mask on. I love that. And he fucking shreds the guitar, and the whole time he shreds, he's always moving in like robotic movements. So he's always just like doing robotic movements. This and guy's stuff. right up my alley. I yeah, he's a really good guitarist. He's probably like a guitarist that like you don't know, but if you ever saw him, you're like, holy shit! I remember I saw him in Swanee one time, and he scared the shit out of me, but it, he was shredding. What I'm what I'm picking up if and tell me if I'm picking up what you're putting down, but he's kind of like the Jay Dilla of of the recording sound where it was always your favorite producer's favorite producer. So like people liked him, but only that really knew the industry. Well, yeah. Otherwise, like you said, 50 greatest guitarists, I would think he'd be like on that list of 50 greatest guitarists who never got their due or something like that. Right. Yeah. He just kind of, he's kind of just like an industry. Like he's just a weird, he's honestly a weird, he's a weird guy because I know one of the other like lists that he got, he was on the top ten of weirdest guitarists of all time. See, that's that's yes, <laughs> like, exactly. Like, Got like it. Rolling Stones did like a weirdest guitarist of all time. He was on the top ten of that. Got it. And and he's won apparently like just multiple competitions of fastest guitar. He can so he's apparently like a, he's just yeah. like his fingers are nuts. Got it. Okay. So Buckethead. So it was Glass Claypool, Buckethead, and um, Bernie Worrell mm. from uh, who was the famed. Fame, fame, famed, uh, um, uh, synthesizer, keyboardist, whatever you want to call it, of uh, George Clinton's band, The Problem Funkadelic. Mm. Flashlight, all of those songs, that's all Bernie Worrell. Was he who we talked about, the documentary, where he was give he wasn't given all the due? Yes, yes. Right? Exactly. And uh, He didn't his get his due until he died. Of, that was weird. And because if you know anything about Parliament, which we've talked about many, many a times ourselves, is that that music transcends into a lot of hip-hop. It's one of the most sampled sounds of all time. Yeah. So Bernie Worrell and this... So Bernie Worrell, Worrell's... Because if you remember, if you if you know Parliament Funkadelic, and especially if you know Bernie Worrell... He's very frantic and crazy on the keys. He's all over the place. He's got like you know one hand on on, on like you know sometimes that appears. He's got another one on the one down here, and he's going. He's very like super like psychedelic and weird, but also funk at the same time. So it's a weirdly cool marriage between him and Les. Very excited to listen to that too. Yeah, um, and then and so it's like yeah, you've got like Les doing like this very unique funky slapping bass thing because Les plays his. Bass very fat, like he's very accomplished. He's got the metal background. He's and, got it right. Yeah, and then you've got Bernie doing like these the keys and like bringing like the the funk thing like as far as synthesizer wise to it, but also being kind of psychedelic. And then you've got Buckethead shredding. So is there a little bit of a jazz influence there, where it's like all With being Bernie done for sure. very quickly and and kind of everyone going off in their own direction well, and bringing it back in? It's very funny that you say that, and that's why you are the co-host with the mo host. Mm. Uh, their whole the the caveat the the cool thing about uh, the Colonel Claypool's bucket of Bernie brains, their whole entire act was all. Improvisational. Exactly. Their whole entire, their they, their whole thing that they like came out and said we're not gonna, we're not, we're not doing any studio shit. Mm-hmm. When, when when we do, it's all improvised. When they when you would go see them live, there was no rehearsing. 
to the point where like they were like, yo, we're gonna literally go up here and we're gonna do whatever we want. We're gonna improvise it to where there's a famed uh, concert that they played live where they stopped. Um, uh, I think uh, uh, like less stopped playing and like they just let those two guys just go at go at it and he just started making sandwiches for the audience. What kind do you know? I don't know, but what do you think? What, what, like a tuna sandwich? <laughs> oh, I hope it was an open-aired concert venue. That's yeah. all I can say. So, like, they're completely improvisational. So that's why I liked where you kind of hit on with the jazz thing where, yeah, they, it's just, like, three guys, and they kind of just they just go. They're just all geniuses in their own right, and they just go. Love that. And it makes for some pretty unique shit, I think. I'm very interested in listening to that. Yeah. So... The last thing I want to get to uh, with Les uh, Claypool, and which is really the reason why I turned to my brother-in-law and I said yes, is because I am absolutely in love and infatuated with the latest band that he started, which is called the Claypool Lennon Delirium. And I think I might have talked to you about it before, and it's Les Claypool... And he links up with, again, we spoke about him, I believe, last week, uh, talking about famous uh, dads and son duos in music, Les Claypool and Sean Lennon, Mm. John Lennon's son. It's called the Claypool-Lennon Delirium. And this band is fucking woke and dope. Yeah? Yes. This is the band, this is the part of the Peacocks and Music playlist that I know you're going to go, okay, that stuff was a little, but this right here, yes to this. You're going to like this band shit that's on there. I want it. It's like this crazy reincarnation of John Lennon. His fucking son not only sounds like him, but he has all the production value behind it because his Sean, he's really a big producer now. And he's, someone taught him the be the way of the Beatles or how his dad, what his dad liked. And he's got, there's going to be so many freaking times when you listen to the uh, the Claypool Lennon Delirium and you're going to be like, okay, that's John Lennon singing into my headphones right now. Okay. It's going to freak you the fuck out, dude. Sweet. Like the guitar too, the guitar work that he does on it, you're going to be like, holy shit. Like that's the fucking Beatles. But it's going to be on top of like this Les Claypool shit. So I have an update for you. I'm looking got? on Reddit. His name is Mr. Smarty Pants Dude Bro. He says, I was at the show. Oh, the Sammies? If my oh. memory serves me right, quote, Les was wearing a red pajama onesie, in parentheses, parenthetical, the kind with a butt flap. At one point, Lee busted out a Dr. Seuss book and, be- and began making peanut butter sandwiches and handing out to us... Uh, out on out from the stage and he says i did not get one there you go there you go see he says it was probably around either 2002 or 2003 yes so there you go completely just improv like they just did whatever they went on stage they did whatever they just did anything and he says this was before they gave you like set lists or anything like that he says it was completely improv yes the whole show there you go thank you um it was mr smarty pants dude bro Let's give them. Let's give them credit where credits due. Thank you, Mr. Sparney Pants, dude, bro. And mm-hmm. I like your. I like your handle. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so yeah, the Les Claypool Lennon Delirium is the fucking shit. 
Um, that's um, that's all I'm just going to say, and I'm that that music is gonna speak for itself because it it is so freaking good. I have all of their albums on vinyl. It's amazing shit. I'm saying this as I say it before at, at the end of every Peacock, but I am very much looking forward. I can just I'm watching your it's body be language. So weird at your as you're describing this, and I like the enigma. I like the different sounds and the multiple bands he was in. With apparently different things going on in each band, I'm very excited to do my homework for this yes. week and, and come back with maybe a little bit more of a detailed uh, janitor's closet for next yes. week. Yes, there's going to be a lot, a lot of listeners out there that are going to be hitting the next button frantically because they're going to just hate it. And that's a-okay because it's, it's not for everyone, but the man needs to be a peacock and he is now enshrined. The last couple, I, the last couple little things I'm just going to like, Actually, a little quick hit with you are just some of the little, you know, fun little facts nuggets. Uh, the place, uh, his home in California, uh, where he records all of his music, is called Rancho Relaxo. Love that. <laughs> Can't love that enough. How to write that one down? Yeah, no, that's right. I'm, I'm I need you to know that. I'm picturing you doing your 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 homework <laughs> and stuff, and you read that, and you licked the end of your pen and just <laughs> nodded and wrote it I was down. Like I need Jordan to know this. Yes, Rancho Ran- Ran- Ranch. You trying to go? Hey, babe, you want to come back to old Rancho Relaxo like, with me? That's what I want to name my bedroom. Yeah, it is. You know, um, loves weed. Mm-hmm. Avid fly fisherman. Oh, yeah. Point point uh, for him, yeah. for me. Avid fly fisherman, um, has his own wine, deep into wine, uh, Claypool Cellars. Okay. So if you're ever out there and you see, like, if you're looking at some wines and you come across a label that says Claypool on it, grab that bottle. Maybe I'll order us a, a little batch. Yeah, grab the bottle and check it out because I'm going to be looking for it now. Um, and the last fun little nugget is because he loves Bootsy. So much, and Bootsy's from Cincinnati, as we all know. Um, uh, June 12th in the city of Cincinnati is known as Les Claypool Day. Sweet, they get Cincinnati gave it to him, you know. California, Cincinnati said, You know what? We see you June 12th. Love that, it's yours. And that's uh, we just that just passed a couple weeks ago. I know, we just missed it. Damn, yeah. All right, that's sweet. Well, we'll though. see you next year. Great, uh, great peacock. Um, you know, certain people. You know, when you talk about them, I'm like, great, okay. Some of the people, very few amount, I actually know. But this is one that I'm like, okay, let's let's all do some homework together. Three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. If you have some takes on that, let's hear what you guys got. I want to hear when you guys are doing your own homework throughout the week. Yes. So there's your peacock. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Hope you guys enjoyed that little Peacock segment. It was a wild one. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got, I've got a couple little uh, things that I want to go through here before we end. Um, I'll get into the serious one real quick. 
uh, down here with South Florida Podcast, and we had a bit of a tragedy mm-hmm. that hit us this week. I'm sure a lot of you guys have already seen the news, the condo that collapsed down in Miami here. Um, it's pretty bad. It's 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 not good. It's there. They found they found nobody, you know, and they are. You know what? I was watching the coverage this week, and you, you really what it is is these guys, these uh, first responders. Hats off to them, by the way. Hats off to them, man. They can't go in like you know the nine eleven type deal. They can't go in and just like bulldoze and like and, and clear away clear away rubble to find these people. Because they're so scared that this other fucking rest of the condo is going to fall. So, like, I was reading the coverage and, like, the mayor's down there. And she's like, yo, we have more structural engineers here on site than we actually do first responders. Because they're just, and they're they're moving it out by buckets. Yep. You saw that? Like, yep. because they can't, you can't get people, because they're already worried. They're worried if we, if they go in there and bum rush the fucking rubble, that the rest of the place is going to fall. So... Yeah, you know, hats off to the first responders and engineers, everyone that's helping out down there. I have a little bit of a unique perspective because um, I work in this area. I've done inspections on multiple buildings all yes, in and around yes, this. Right. And I see structural problems that are thought to be, you know, issues with roofs all the time. And I can't tell you enough down in South Florida, especially out in Miami Beach, you know, by the ocean and this corrosive atmosphere, how often I run into stuff like this and I look around and I go, you know, I I don't know how long some of these buildings can continue to last. And I don't understand that everyone out here knows what they're signing up for as far as living out by the beach, living on this basically giant, you know, sand, uh, sand dune, if you will, you know, out there. And it's just, it's just one of those things where it definitely puts things in perspective because, you know, I mean, that, we had that. Remember, we had that uh, that that walkway collapse. Yeah, few, for uh, FIU. Yeah, for FIU. Now that was a new a new uh, construction, but you know, I'm out on these buildings every single week, and I see stuff like this all the time. All I can say, and and what I hope will be, unfortunately, a galvanizing effect, is that um, a little bit more thought and just proactiveness is now going to go into. Um, some of these structures because Miami Beach, if you've never been out there, is a beautiful, one of a kind place in the entire world. It's why the entire world comes down here to vacation. We live in a place where everyone in the world comes to be here, mm-hmm. and we know how cool that is. But also, you know, these places got to take care of these buildings because I see it all the time. Yeah, where um, you know, the it's it's just a, it's always a question, and it was a ticking time bomb, and we're gonna find more information out. Um, but we are a South Florida podcast and we, we, yeah, we, we support everyone down there doing, uh, doing what they're doing. Yes. And, and, and speaking of support and was the reason why I just wanted to bring it up real quick was, um, God, I, I have done it and, and I'm not, uh, I'm not pressuring anyone else to do it, but I just want to put it out there. Um, you can, I, I found, I've researched it and I found, good reputable uh charity where you guys can go make a donation because the people that live in this condo aren't tourists <laughs> they're not like we, I, th- I thought it was in the beginning but it's actual south florida people that live here and it's a lot of old people yep and and like these people are are, are are fucked and their families are fucked and like it's really bad so if you want to uh donate i did find the charity you can go to 
neighborsforneighbors.org slash Surfside Fund. There you go. I'll Say re- it one more time. I'll repeat it again. It's neighborsforneighbors.org slash Surfside Fund. You can go on there. All the money is going to the family. None of it's for the reconstruction or any of the bullshit. Right now, a lot of the money is they're already uh, they're already on site helping first responders and wherever they can. So they're using some of the donations that are already coming now for that. So if you guys want to, uh, you know, if you're looking for something to help out and you know, if if you want to feel good about yourself for a day, pop over there and you know, give them some cash because um, they need it. Yeah, it's it's it actually it is it's in an, in the news cycle that we live in that where it's all gonna be gone by all it's probably already gone now people already don't care, it's 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 pretty sad you know you've you still we still have 160 people that are just missing so I will you're right you're that totally rubble's right. gonna start smelling let's just now, say that there yeah you're right the news cycle is very 24 hours oriented there's always something new I can tell you at least from down the perspective that we're seeing on the local news down here. Is that it's being covered uh, pretty yeah. widely? Yeah. There's going to be more stuff that's going to be released, I'm sure, with the structural analysis and all that stuff. It's going to be something that goes on for a while, but you know, the South Florida community, albeit we're very crazy, um, I think that we're going to show out and make sure that we this, support our. This people. one's a little local. This is, like I said, this isn't some tourist shit. This is. I like, drive no down. I've been. I've driven on these side streets many, many a time. Yeah, like, yeah, right down and, there. And you know, I didn't even really think about it when. You, until you brought it up like yeah you've i've i think i i can remember having conversations with you about like you should go into places and just being like telling tenants like yo this is fucked up and there's like oh whatever yep and it's and there's times where i'm like it's coming in through the wall it's coming in through the concrete this is not a roof issue mm-hmm. you need to get a structural engineer and in in a in a and you know, a things restoration like got like yeah, guys. Things like you know, little cracks in the tile out in your balcony. You may think that it's the tile that's cracked, but it actually is stemming all the way from down to the foundation of why you on the eighth floor it's cracked. Yep. So you just just stuff to think about. And uh, yep, the families and and all of them, uh, you know, they're in our hearts. And fucking, I just I I feel terrible. I feel. Yep. It's it's just an, it's an unfortunate situation. You, they can't even get there to get the rubble out to help people. It's 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 the whole thing's fucked. Yep. It's bad. Uh all right, so moving right along. Um uh have you did you uh did you check out this uh John McAfee, uh the the guy that started the the virus security his, software thing? I think thing? it's his son. Um I think it's his son. Now, I'm not I and I'm saying that because I don't really know a lot about this guy or what happened or can you tell the me tax that? evasion. Is so what? he made like, you know, billions of dollars. You know, he had the McAfee virus software that we all had on our computers when we um, when we were logging to AOL. Mm, and I was just downloading Kazaa and Napster and just fucking computers. Yeah. Didn't you, fix that. I wasn't fixing that. I don't know how you made all that money. But um he uh, tax evasion just owed millions to the to the U.S. government, so he went to Spain, fled to Spain. The guy just didn't like to pay taxes because mm. <laughs> I think he, I don't think he was paying taxes in Spain too. And Spain like got him, and he was so he's been in prison. You know, down in Mexico, right? No, he was in Spain. I think it was Mexico. I want I want to say Spain. Look it up. Looking I want to say up. Spain. Looking it up. We want to make sure we're right here. Looking but uh, so he was in some type of uh, Latin prison. We'll find out here in a little bit. I like that you did that. And um, he, did you see how he came out and was doing, he preemptively got ahead of it and said, hey, the U.S. government's trying to kill me if I show up, 
you know, suicide style in my Spanish prison cell. Damn it. Yeah. One for Alex. New kids on the block. Come on, guys. Get get at me. Come over to the dark side. Um so yeah, when he was in Spanish prison and uh he came out and he said he's like, if you find me, if I find if I'm found dead hung uh suicide by hanging in my um in my jail cell, it's an he said it's an Epstein situation and it was not him. Ooh. Did you see that? I I heard about that after the fact. He came out in front of it and said, "If you, this happens, it's not that was not my doing." Now, do you think that he's trying to pull one over on us? That's what I want to get into with you. Do you think that he said that just to? Do you think? I think he's trying to save his legacy. A little shine, I think like so. Epstein's getting right now because he's a vile person. Epstein uh, is right. That's what I. But yes. we're all still talking about him even years after his death. Do you think this is going to be a similar situation? I don't think we'll talk about John. Are we question it? I don't think we're talking about. No, I, I'm not questioning. It. I think he's trying. I think he's doing a thing, and I think that I think he hung himself. But do you think he said that as like a red herring to make it like to make us think about it? I think he knew. I think he knew. He goes if this uh, if this uh, uh, extradition is it ex- is it extradition? extradition? Yeah, I think I think he knew. I think he said if this extradition goes through. I'm not going to America. I'm not paying time. I'm not going to prison, and I'm just going to hang myself. And I think he told himself that because he hung himself the night before he was supposed to get on the plane and come over. Yeah, but the question is, do you think he put that out as like uh, if like someone else did this, or do you think? Well, that's what he said. He goes. He was sitting. He goes, guys. I'm just letting you know that uh, I'm getting threats from the U.S. government, and they have said that that we are tr- like. He said some shit like. Like the U. Like he, he quoted the U.S. government as like we're coming to kill you, some weird shit like that, and and then he and then he then he followed up with like so just letting you know that now because if like some bullshit he's like if something comes out and I'm hung he goes it's not because of what I did and then I think he got a tattoo of some type of like Epstein hashtag that like is on like QAnon or some type of shit that just basically means you like mean a Octothorpe yes there you go fuck why didn't I say that I don't know. Thank you. But yeah, I think he's totally bullshitting and I think he's a coward that didn't want to like, you know, you know, pay pay his fucking bills and um, I think he's trying to like do a little limelight thing. I would have definitely tried to stay in Spanish prison for sure cuz I'm assuming over there he's better? Well, here's my thought. We I think um yeah, I I definitely think it's better. I think they do like you know, big long lunches. I think that they get a big siesta. Yeah, but they, after they, that. I'm gonna say they probably all get still get they still dinner is served at like ten thirty, and it's mostly tapas. There's hot sauce on every single cafeteria uh, table. I like to think that they're a little that, tapatio. That they have their regular water fountains, and they also just have like their vino water fountains. That just, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah, it's just like you know the 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 Spanish uh, you know the Spanish Inquisition is like. Of course, we're going to put them in jail, but how can we not like give Notre them a Buenas little? Let. How can we not give them a little red wine? Everyone deserves a little red wine, right? <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. So my thought would have been, yeah. Once he wasn't really trying to hang himself, you know, that quickly. It's only once he knew he was coming back to the old good old U.S. of A. Yeah. That he knew they were gonna throw the book at him. Yeah. So he said, okay, there's no more jamon I, and 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 you know I, some huh? nice Montechego cheese. None give of me that. one more. Give me one more. Give me and one more. And just like a nice 
good, you know, sardine little little mm. little small plate, a little yeah. sardine small plate. Yeah, they do eat that the stuff right out of the sea right there. Mm. Yeah, so I think he got out in front of it, and I think the jig's up, buddy. No one believes you. Um, as a podcast, I don't. We don't need to pull the wigs out for this, but we're just. Uh, we both can agree that he was just trying to get some extra points after the fact, like he didn't already have a billion dollars, and that he said that. But no he, one really cares about you, bud. Nope. No one. No one knew who you were. No, I didn't know who you were. Mm-mm. I saw the name. Didn't even put two and two together. I was like Pat McAfee's dad. Yeah, right, exactly. It's like that. That that's a trap. Then now that's yeah. something I can get behind. Now we talk about that. Great guy. That no conspiracy. Way. Yeah, not happening. No. So you're dead. Um, you're not fooling us. Sorry, bud. And that's it. Hope that last meal was good. Oh, it definitely was. What was his last meal? Oh my god. What did he choke on? Just some Iberico <laughs> ham. Just. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. A Branzino. No, that's yeah. it. That's it. That's fried bra- is that Italian? The Branzino? Italian. Branzino's Italian. Okay, well, some type of fish fried whole. Yeah. You know, that Some was, yeah. Spanish sea bass or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so, all right, guys. That's uh, that's episode 24 in the books. R.I.P. Kobe. Mm. Um, hope you enjoyed it as we did. Um, again, I want to just quickly reiterate. July 9th. Mm-hmm. The Well-Fed Boy will be out there. I would love to see all of you guys out there. I'm really trying to jam-pack it out and make it a thing. Let's do it. And I think we can. Um, another meet and greet. Another meet and greet, exactly. Mm. Um, and uh, as always, uh, we love, we appreciate you. Like, subscribe, uh, you retweet it, and, and share with your friends and families when you're when you're on those road trips this summer for your family vacations or when you're going to those bachelor parties with yeah. your bros or bachelors yo put that on let them let like let the let the let let your co-pilot know hey this is what i've been checking out there you go you know all the pilots tell your co-pilots all the pilots tell the co-pilots and that's it see you guys later <laughs>